0: Just want to welcome everybody after the weekend. It was, uh, well, we did a lot of things over the weekend. We did a nice webinar on Aftermath.media. It was good to talk with some of the listeners. We do that occasionally where I just go in. We we have a chat. A lot of fun. Which reminds me that now, if you sign up for Aftermath.media, you're able to watch what goes on behind the scenes here. We have cameras set up now, so... You can actually watch and participate in a chat and a number of things if you just sign up today to aftermath.media. Sign up, be a great Christmas gift for someone who's a big fan of the show, or even if you're a fan of the show, sign up today at aftermath.media. That's aftermath.media. You think about how our modern society operates and how, you know, we, we really don't think about how synchronous everything is, how everything happens in some great, grandiose synchronicity. Uh, power and time and all that stuff, trains and buses. They all run at certain times. They have to be on time. Uh, And in order for that to happen in our modern society today, we've come to rely almost implicitly on having a dependable source of power, electric power. Uh, When the power fails... When the power fails, we know what happens. Utter and complete chaos for those who are not fortunate enough to have had the foresight to prepare for a blackout or a brownout or something where power is out for a long period of time. And there's a lot of reasons why I'm thinking about this. One is in Europe right now, of course, they're having problems with fuel to heat the homes, electricity, they have to cut back on electricity and, uh, you know, it's... uh, it's difficult for people in England because it gets colder and and they have to put blankets on and all kinds of things. And here in the United States, it's alarming to report that power plants and substations in several U.S. states have been threatened or attacked in recent weeks. And this has prompted U.S. law enforcement to warn citizens about the need to secure the power grid. Now, we've heard this before, but it's been many years. Many years ago, we heard that the power grid was open and vulnerable. You know, we we think about things like EMPs. We think about sophisticated cyber attacks on the power grid. But one of the things that people really don't think about is how open substations are. How, you know, wires, high-tension wires that are going over fields and uh, that are seen in rural areas can be destroyed by... Someone firing a weapon, some high-powered weapon at the wires and uh, disconnecting them. You know, opening the circuit, nothing gets through. So, you know, when you have several states reporting targeted power plant or targeted substation attacks, you have to take notice of this. There at least five, at least five attacks on electrical substations here in the Pacific Northwest. Uh, this was reported to the FBI in recent weeks. The incidents came to light in a federal memo following a deliberate attack last week in Moore County, North Carolina. That attack left tens of thousands of people without power for days. And of course, the season, you know, the seasonal temperatures plummet. People are cold. They don't have power. It's it's difficult to live in those conditions. Now, in the state of Washington and Oregon, Spokespersons for several energy companies, Puget Sound Energy and Cowlitz County Public Service District, the Bonneville Power Administration, they all confirmed that they were attacked in November last month. Federal law enforcement memos revealed that substations in the Pacific Northwest describe the attacks with hand tools, arson, firearms, and metal chains. Now, the report is that there was an online call for attacks on critical infrastructure, and they're saying radical groups within the United States, of course, they point to right-wing groups, are doing this, and uh, I don't understand how they come up with it, but they, they certainly believe they see some sort of a, a Luddite force that wants to you know destroy the power grid. I, I, if, if, if they destroy the power grid, everybody suffers. I just don't, but then again, you know, if you're committing terrorism, you don't care. But I I tend to lean towards the idea that anyone could do this and they can blame it on anybody. They can blame it on anyone unless they have a camera on you and know you're doing it. You know, they can blame it on anybody. Anybody could just walk up, shoot a power station out or blow it up or whatever. But uh, in the recent attacks that, that I was reading about, the criminals involved circumvented security fences. What they did is they cut the fence links and they lit fires around the substation. They they went and they shot equipment from a distance and they would throw things at the substation to see if they could cause a, a spark or, or to trigger a collapse. In North Carolina, tens of thousands of homes and businesses in Moore County suffered because at its peak, the outages affected around 45,000 homes causing residents to lose heat. They had to close some schools uh, through the week. Duke Energy completed the repairs. They restored the power to all but a fraction of those who lost power. One person is known to have died at his home, which had no power at the time, but the cause of death is yet to be linked to the blackout. Gunshots caused significant damage to two substations, although experts warn that it would be difficult to shut down a significant portion of the power grid. The recent attack in North Carolina showed how difficult it can be for a community to get by without power for the better part of a week, especially in the cold temperatures. And uh, Looking at uh, what the energy experts are saying, energy experts said, or they've uh, expressed that the real need to secure uh, the country's power grid, especially as domestic terrorists become even more emboldened, to gabble the country's public services they said we really really need to look at this now they're they're paying but but see this is what's interesting is that this is the interest now but i reported back in 2014 that the wall street journal avoided printing out or at least raising awareness to the public about open infrastructure and whether or not it's possible to destroy a substation or to destroy power uh by just using bombs and snipers sniper fire or whatever i, I and that's the thing is that It's, again, a part of the revelation of the method situation. It's the predictive programming situation. They do this. They talk about it. They do tabletop exercises. And then it happens eventually. 503-225-0860 or 866-536-7469, toll free. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero. We'll be back. you just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. If you'd like to hear previous shows along with having access to our online library and social media platform, sign up now at aftermath.media. It's only $10 a month. And there's also yearly specials to fit your budget. Again, go to aftermath.media. I'm Clyde Lewis, and thank you for supporting Ground Zero.